Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Good morning or good evening or good afternoon, whatever, whenever time it is for you, wherever you're listening from. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening today or tomorrow in the future, whenever you happen to um, pop onto this show. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Um, if you've never listened to Messy Adventures in Living before and you're wondering what this show is all about, here I can tell you a little bit about that. So, um, you know, I call this show Messy Adventures in Living kind of a bit of a, it started off as a bit of a joke because um, I've always been, I've always judged my had have spent a huge part of my life judging myself for being messy um and i well okay i'll i'll say it accused of being messy told i was messy uh and over the last few years I've just started to really embrace the possibility that perhaps messy is not so bad perhaps messy is even a gift hey and not a bad thing what gift could messiness be that you've never considered? And so when I started to think about the show and I what I want to talk about on my radio show, um, I started off actually, to be honest with you, as messy adventures in parenting, I think. And then um, I decided that I didn't want to just focus on parenting and we just wanted to talk about life in general. So messy adventures in living is all about being willing to get messy with your life and choose and make choices uh not careful choices, not well thought out choices, not, you know, balanced choices and definitely not right choices, but just choices, just being willing to mess up and make choices and then having that actually be what is the thing that creates your life as even greater, the willingness to mess up. Um, so, you know, all while you're here on Messy Adventures in Living, we talk about all the ways that you can just jump in and make choices that might not be what are considered the right choices and might be messy. And then what awareness can you gain as you go through life choosing and then learning what works and what doesn't as opposed to trying to decide what's going to work and then choose from there. Um I'm Petrina Fava. Here's a whole bunch of ways that I play in the world. I am a mom of three great kids. They are 13, uh, 10, and almost 7. Wow, when did that happen? And I'm also a pediatric nurse. I work in Toronto at a place called Sick Kids Hospital. Uh, I am currently working in the dialysis unit, and uh, I've been there about 20 years. So I've had the amazing privilege and honor and fun and joy of caring for children and their families at some of the most vulnerable times in their lives and they have gifted me so many amazing uh, awarenesses and lessons and and just insights into all everything about life and especially um, parenting and and mothering which we're going to talk a little bit about today. Uh, I am also an access consciousness bars and body process facilitator. Um, access consciousness is a modality that I uh, started playing with about eight or nine years ago now. It offers um, some hands-on energetic uh, body work and also offers you tools that you can use to change whatever's not working in your life. And more than that, even if everything is working awesome already, um, it offers tools that you can use to create 
your life is greater. Um, it's really fun. It's not so serious. It's not so significant. It's quite silly and even a little bit wacky. And it actually really works. Um, so you can, uh, if you're interested in looking that up, accessconsciousness.com, you can find a little bit about it there. You can find out a bit about what I offer at patrinafava.com. Um, I'm also the owner of Naturally Happy Body. It's a uh, my business where I create uh, handmade, 100% natural uh, body products. Um, you can check that out, naturallyhappybody.com. Let's get talking about our topic. So today, we are talking about bad moms. That's our topic for today. Just bad moms. That's the title. So, bad moms. Did you have one? Do you think you are one? Would you be willing to be one? Any definition of good mom that you're holding yourself to is a set of blinders to what your child actually requires. You cannot be open to receiving the awareness of what will work to create something greater with definitions in the way. Any definition is a closed box of options. So what would it be like to be an undefined mother? And what if the willingness to be a bad mom truly without judging yourself for it, could be the thing that gives your kids the space to be the greatness of them, if that's what they would like to choose. So um, so what comes up for you around this? When you read the title Bad Moms, what do you think of? Who do you think of? Are you thinking of your mom? Are you thinking of your own mom? Are you thinking of people that you know that you judge as bad moms? Um, what comes up for you around bad moms? So here in Toronto, Canada, we celebrated Mother's Day yesterday. Um, it's a special uh, holiday with uh, enormous amounts of significance. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, it's really interesting to kind of scroll on social media and see what people post about their moms and and um, all the awesome stuff they post about their moms. And uh, I actually came across a post uh, from someone who, who said, like, this is, not, you know, Mother's Day is nauseating to me. Not everybody had a good mom. And I thought, oh, that's really interesting. So I wanted to talk about... Um, bad moms today because I know that this is a motherhood is an area that's hugely, hugely judged and that has enormous amounts of expectations, um, projections around what it means to be a mom, what it means to be a good mom, what it means to be a bad mom, what you should be doing as a mom, just what it all means. And and it's an area where, again, like I said, it's hugely judged and that we judge ourselves as mothers significantly for. So, um, of course, this, you know, this whole conversation can include dads as well. This conversation is just not about moms. But I do really want to focus and talk about moms a lot because I feel like there is really a lot of significance placed on mothers and motherhood for centuries and centuries and centuries and thousands and thousands of years and probably thousands of lifetimes, um, the significance around mothering is enormous. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to introduce the access clearing statement because I, you know, have an inkling that this topic today is going to be one that might require some clearing. <laughs> There's a lot of energy on mothering. I can kind of perceive it already. So, um, 
the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement is um, a collection of words that actually do have a very lengthy explanation that I'm not going to go into today. Um, you can find it. Uh, it has its own website, theclearingstatement.com, and it goes like this, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So it really looks at when a whole bunch of energy comes up, um, I will say, I will ask you, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate that? So what I'm asking is like that energy, everywhere that, that, that's, that, um, got created, everywhere it's destroying your life, everywhere you made it wrong, everywhere you made it right, um, and a whole, all the rest of it, would you be willing to actually destroy it and uncreate it wherever you created it, get rid of it? Um, and it, you don't have to say yes, you don't have to say no, you don't have to say anything, it doesn't matter, you don't have to understand it for it to work. But we will be using it today. Okay, so mothering. So what what makes a bad mom? How does this reality judge bad moms? So um or good moms, you know, what is the definition of a good mom? What is the definition of a bad mom? So in general, we look at moms there let's look at a whole bunch of interesting points of view that we have about moms. Um you know, I think probably one of the biggest ones is that a mom is someone who will sacrifice everything for you, um, who gives up her life for you. And, yeah, I think that's the hallmark of mothering, what we've decided mothering is in this reality, right? Um, a, is a woman, a mother is a woman who, once she has a child, puts all her needs aside and takes care of you with everything that she has. Uh, yeah, kind of nauseating, Keisha. Hi, Keisha, in the chat room. It is kind of nauseating, actually. Um, and and you might like you might be wondering why I would suggest why I would even why would Petrina suggest that I be a bad mom, be willing to be a bad mom? Why would I be? Why would I want to be someone who doesn't put my child's needs first? Uh, and so my question to you is, what intention are you being to your children when you are putting yourself last or when you are putting their needs ahead of your own? What, you know, what is the message you're sending? And we talk a lot about mothering and parenting as teaching our children something. And so... I kind of challenge that point of view and like what if you're not what if it's not exactly about teaching them you know what if it's about inviting them to be great to be all of the greatness of them so it, what's the difference well what's the difference between teaching someone how to do something and inviting them to it you know inviting them to it has an energy of like here I will be it and now you are invited to this too. It implies choice, actually. You're invited to this if you would like to have it. And if you do not wish to have it, then you don't have to have it either. And, um, you know, how much have we decided that our jobs as mothers is to, um, like, help our kids be the greatest they can be? right? Teach them about life and help them to be the greatest that they can be. And then in the same hand, on the other hand, in the same sentence, whatever you want to call it, we are sacrificing ourselves. We are putting ourselves last 
um, and putting their needs completely ahead of our own while telling them that they need to completely, you know, they need to be reaching for the stars and being the greatness of them while we are not doing that ourselves. So everything that is, let's clear all of that energy. So everywhere you decided, everywhere you locked in a point of view because somebody told you or that you read somewhere or that you, you know, just picked up that this is the implication, that when you are a mother, that means that you must sacrifice everything you have for your children. Everything that is, everywhere you've done that, everywhere you bought that as true, will you destroy and uncreate it now? Awesome. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Cool. Yeah, what invitation are you giving to your children when you put you last and them first? Thank you, Rhonda. What What is the invitation? What is the, I want to say message, but it's not exactly a message. And, the, you know, the, let's clear that too. So, like, everywhere you decided that being a mother is about um, giving kids a message, teaching them, um, teaching them lessons or sending them a message rather than being the invitation that will give them the space to be the greatest they can be if they choose it. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, punk, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. There's a huge difference between um, inviting and teaching or um, giving them the message. Can you just, if you just kind of like close your eyes and sit with the energy of those words, because it's not about words exactly. It's about the energy of the words, like sending them a message, teaching them, even showing them, like directing them or showing them, it has a lot of projection, right? Projection energy. So how much are we actually projecting at our kids instead of inviting our kids? How much are we projecting, you should be great. Here, let me help you because you should be great. How much are we projecting that at our kids and what is that doing to them? Is it actually creating them resisting us? Oh, little wedgie. <laughs> little wedgie. Um, how much are we projecting you should be great at our kids and pushing that on them, which is actually pushing them farther away from it? And how different would it be if we could invite them, even if it wasn't with words, just by being our own greatness, by following our own dreams, by being everything that we can be? How much more space would we give our kids if we invited them to a different possibility by expanding our own possibilities. Right? Yeah. Just checking in the chat room, getting more of the separation that it actually is putting them first. Yeah. How can we really put anyone else first without separating us from them? Yes, exactly. Thank you, Keisha. How can you really put anyone else first without separating us from them? So all of the separation, thank you so much. That's great. All of the separation that we're doing um, I either have to put me first or I have to put my children first. Right. There is no separation. What if there was no separation? That's awesome. Thank you. So everywhere you decided that putting yourself first or putting your children first is an e- either or universe, that those two things are separated and everywhere you can't see the simultaneity of the gifting and receiving there, will you destroy and create it all? <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, fuck, fuck, all night, shorts, boys, reads. Awesome. Thank you so much, Keisha. So... <laughs> We are going to take a break already. Um, We're going to take a break, and I'll leave you with that 
um, you know, that question, like, what if um, you trying to make your kids greater is actually the thing that's stifling them? I'll leave you with that little veggie. As we go to break, you're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. Thanks for joining us. Um, we are talking about today, bad moms. So just last yesterday was Mother's Day here in Canada, and um, so I wanted to do a show about bad moms because this is, just so much significance around mothering and so much judgment. We judge ourselves. People judge us. Just, oh, my God. Mothering is just a big blob of judgment, actually. Wow, how much of mother is actually a judgment? How much How much of mothering is judgment? Like, what percent do you get? Like, what's the first number that comes to your head? Because I just got, like, 95. <laughs> how much do we parent from judgment? How much do we mother from judgment? other people's judgments, our own judgments. How many of our cho- the choices that we make as mothers are based on judgment? And how many of those choices are based on awareness? And what would you like to choose? So would you like to choose how you parent based on the judgments of others, based on the judgments that you have of yourself? I kind of get that we're actually harder on ourselves like, there's a lot of judgment on mothers out there. 
And even with all that huge judgment, I still am getting that we judge ourselves even more harshly than all of society does. So what if you could parent from awareness instead of judgment? What if you could mother from awareness instead of judgment? And, you know, see, that actually, you know, how much, okay, so how much do we actually have awareness as mothers? Like, how much heightened awareness do we have when we become moms? Like, think about that. We we have another being in our, in our body. We're growing another being in our body. Like, you know, imagine the communion that's happening when there's a body growing inside of you and another being is nestled in your body. How much communion is happening there? How much awareness gets developed in those nine months, right? And how much do we develop our awareness as moms when we have little children, especially when they're young because they are not talking, right? Kids are functioning so much from energy when they're little. And so actually, how much is mothering about awareness? And how much do we negate that awareness in favor of judgment, right? So actually, how much do we really have... like? Like, can we just acknowledge how much awareness we have as moms, truly? You know, there's something that 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 shows up when you become a mom. There is a heightened sense of awareness, I guess, in my point of view, anyways. Um, but how much of that heightened awareness gets totally squashed by judgment that starts before we're even pregnant? So everything that is, everywhere you have negated your awareness, your magical mothering awareness, everywhere you have completely negated it in places that you didn't even realize in favor of judgment, would you like to give that up now? Would you destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Because we do really have a lot of awareness as moms. But I really often get that in many cases we give up that awareness to other people, um, to our parents, to society, to doctors, to um, just, you know, uh, baby care professionals, you know, sleep consultants, um, you know, breastfeeding consultants. Like, and it's not to make them wrong at all. I mean, of course, all of these people can contribute to us for sure. Um, you know, I love having people around me that will offer a different perspective. Um, but what happens when you choose their, you make their awareness greater than your own in mothering? In favor of judgment. This is what it is. It always seems to be in favor of judgment. Wow. Oh, oh, what's happening in the chat room? Okay, so a chat rumor is saying, I tell my kids they should do this and that or shouldn't go to the store for candy after their healthy meal I just made because I also baked a cake and why aren't you eating my cake? <laughs> and you're sick, so no, I don't want you to buy candy and waste your money. <laughs> awesome. So, like, I know because, and I think it's based on this idea that we know better than our kids because we're adults and because we have life experience. And so, you know, the general point of view out there is that we know better than our children. And so we should impart our wisdom on them and we should make them do what we think we know is right um, because, you know, they're just these little dum-dums with no awareness and they haven't experienced life so they don't know shit. Um, and, you know, we know everything because we've experienced life, which is actually a huge crock of shit because our awareness is actually been dulled over the years. So everywhere you've decided that you are more aware, that you're smarter than your kids, when actually it might be possible that they have an even greater awareness of their own body than you do, well, you just join a great all. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. It's funny to me how we think 
we're smarter than our kids. And I get that more and more now as I watch my kids grow up and as I've been interacting with children uh, you know, in the hospital over the last 20 years, like, I can really tell you kids have a very keen sense of awareness of their own body. And, you know, I remember when I was a kid and my mom was like, put, you know, put five layers of clothing on in the winter. We, I live in Canada, so it gets pretty cold here. And it was like, mom, I'm sweating. Like, you don't understand. I'm like, drip, there's sweat dripping down my back. You know, like, I know it's minus 20, but I have six layers of clothing on. Can you please, can I take off a jacket? And it's like, no, no, you need to be bundled. It's like, but I'm in my body and I'm telling you there's sweat dripping down my back and I'm uncomfortable. So, you know, and that's an extreme example I think we can all relate to. Well, those of us who live in cold climates, I guess. But, you know, would you be willing to allow your kids to eat as much sugar as they need to until they're in a place where they can choose not to eat it because they don't like it? Or, you know, would you be willing to be that bad mom who lets their kids eat whatever they want? And is it true that if you let kids do whatever they want, they will destroy themselves? There, that's a huge point of view. So, like, everywhere you decided that if you let kids do whatever they want, they will destroy themselves, well, you just turn a criminal. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and meals, because it might not be true, right? They may choose whatever they want and then get the awareness. This is what we're talking about. This is all what Messy Adventures of Living is about. Choice creates awareness. So, how much are you actually shrinking your children's awareness? How much are you um how much are you teaching them or showing them or imposing on them a shrinking of their awareness by the um imposed like I know better I'm your mom that you're choosing? <laughs> Everything that is. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot buck, online choice, boys and beyonds. Yeah. It's the idea that they're empty vessels. Yeah, exactly. Like and I think and I used to think this, you know, kids come in as a blank slate, um, they don't know anything. They're they're pure. They ha- they are a blank slate, and it's my job as a parent to teach them. And what if it's not at all? What if it's not to teach them at all? So if it's our job is not to teach them, then what is our job? You might be asking. <laughs> um, yeah, developing bad habits. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on what is your point of view. So just a question about what about developing bad habits? How much do we guide them or show them what might be good for them? So, so like what questions could you ask your kids about what will, how will this create your future? So this is one of the, my favorite questions. Um, it's a tool in access is, you know, if I choose this, what will my life be like in five years? And, you know, how amazing would it be if we could teach our kids that their choices create their future, Um, right? So what if we offered that to them? Hey, you know, what you choose creates your future. And what if would you be willing to allow them to choose what they need to choose in order to create their future? See, there's still this, this fear of like, showing them what's good for them or what's not good for them. All of that is a judgment. And I mean, okay, so we got to look at, I'm going to introduce this tool. So there's a tool in access called Light and Heavy. And the way it works is anything that is light is true for you. And anything that's heavy is a lie. So, you know, I'm not saying if your kids are running out in the street, let them run out in the street and get hit by a car because you know, choice creates awareness and once you lose a leg, then you'll have the awareness that getting hit by a car is not a good choice. <laughs> you know, I mean, clearly, in 
if you have the awareness that there are life and death situations, if you have an awareness that something is going to be devastating for your child, then intervene if you need to. That's your choice too. So this is kind of, they have choice and you have choice. So your choices will, as a parent will create awareness and their choices as, as kids will create awareness. So what is a bad habit? Like what definitions do you have about creating bad habits and and what definitions do you have about what's good for your children? So all of the definitions, everything you've decided is good for your children. And all of the um, habits you have decided you want to instill and like everywhere you have decided that life is about creating habits, will you just start not create all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. I... Like I have, I made myself wrong for a long time for never being able to hang on to a habit. <laughs> um, habits just don't work for me. I'm, you know, I like to, I like to choose what I want to choose. And yeah, I mean, everywhere you've made habits important and all of that stuff. Okay. So what is our job then? If our job is not to teach our kids about life and it's not to guide them into choosing what's good for them, then what is our job? So, <clears throat> I mean, what I'll ask you, like, what is your job? What if, what if parenting is not a job? What if there's no responsibility associated with parenting? See, like, and so I'm challenging all of these points of view. So I just want to be clear, like, I'm, if I'm, I'm not saying that something is right, I'm not saying that something is wrong. So this, this tool and access is about no judgment, no right, no wrong. So if you never judge anything as wrong and you never judge anything as right and everything is just interesting, then that allows you to have clarity, space of no judgment allows you to have awareness because you're not clouded by right and wrong. So just because you decide something is not wrong, it doesn't actually automatically mean the opposite that it's right. And just because you've decided something is right, it doesn't automatically mean that the opposite is wrong. So just no judgment, no right, no wrong is just a way of clearing all the rights, all the wrongs, and like giving yourself the space to have awareness of what is, awareness of what is required. So what if there is no definition of what a job is as a parent, as a mom? What if there... So like... Everywhere you decided mothering or parenting is about be, having responsibility, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right or wrong, good and bad. Pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what would it be like if you didn't parent from responsibility? You know, what would it be like if you would be willing to be a completely irresponsible parent? <laughs> so I'm not, again, not suggesting that you should go out there and you know, never feed your children and not clothe them and all of that. It's just like if we have all of these definitions in place, then it doesn't allow us to see what's required for our children. Okay, uh, we are going to go to break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking about bad moms today. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? 
Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fala. Today's topic, if you're just joining us, is bad moms. Are you one? Do you judge yourself as one? Did you have one? Did you have one and now you're one too? (laughs) What is all of that crap and what is it creating in your life? And you might be thinking like, well, yeah, Petrina, yeah, yeah, don't judge yourself, but you didn't know what I did. Like, you don't know some of the things that I have done. I am really a bad mom. And so my question to you is, what is judging yourself as a bad mom creating for yourself and for your child? And when you are judging yourself, what are you inviting your child to? And also... I just want to say that be aware that kids are extremely aware and very uh, attuned to your judgments. And they're usually extremely good at manipulation and will take all of their awarenesses of your judgments and use them to manipulate the crap out of you. And it might not even be cognitive. They might. It's not like they know what they're doing. I mean, they might. My 13-year-old knows exactly what she's doing when she picks up on my judgments and, and rubs them in my face. Oh, she's so good. And you know what? And I'm grateful for her because I love it that she just shows them to me like that. And, and that I can recognize when I'm triggered that there's something in me that, um, you know, requires some clearing, some space. It requires me to look at it. Um, So be aware that when you're judging yourself, your kids are very aware of your judgments, very aware of your judgments, and they will use them to manipulate you to the max. And what if that's not a bad thing? You know, what if you could be grateful for that? What if you could look at how your kids are manipulating you by using your judgments and use that as a catalyst to look at you and to 
to allow yourself to step into the greatness that you are? What if you could be grateful for your manipulative, aware children? Um, so, yeah, so, you know, I keep kind of going back to this, like, why would I why would I invite you to be a bad mom? Like, why would I suggest that um, you should be willing to be a bad mother? So let's look at this concept of what you resist persists, right? So the idea that anything you resist gets bigger. Anything you resist persists. Um, and anything you judge doesn't change. So what are you resisting in your mothering that is actually creating more of it in your life? What are you resisting? Are you resisting, you could say, you know, you're being, you're resisting being a bad mother. So, but, you know, like, let's get specific. What exactly are you resisting? Are you resisting the judgment of others? Are you resisting losing the love of your child? Uh, are you resisting, um, yeah, what are you resisting? And everything that you're resisting gets created greater. So what happens when you're willing to be a bad mom? See, you just need to be willing to be it. You don't actually have to choose bad mothering, whatever that even means. Um, you don't have to choose any of it, but when you're willing to be it, then it doesn't control you, right? Anything that you're unwilling to be absolutely controls you. So if you're unwilling to be a bad mom, then that unwillingness, that definition, that definition of bad mom is controlling how you're parenting, and it doesn't allow you to have the awareness of what's required for your child. See, this is the key, right? Like, this is why I think parenting books, um, uh, parenting books, and I actually wrote in one, so <laughs> parenting books, um, you know, parenting advice, parenting experts, none of that works. Because it's just a bunch of points of view. It's just a bunch of theories. All of it. I mean, even in Access, we have a whole bunch of ideas about parenting. And the difference is that it, what it access invites you to is having the awareness of what is required for you and what is required for your child. That's the difference. And that's what I, why I love these tools. It's like there is no one way to parent. There is no right way to be a mom. What will create the greatest is when you can be in the question of what's required for my child right now. But you cannot be in the space of question of what's required for my child if you are afraid of being a bad parent. Because if you get the awareness that what's required is that you yell at your child or you punish your child or you call the cops and get them sent to jail, if you have the judgment that that means you're a bad parent, then you can't see where actually that would be an enormous contribution. If you if you have the point of view that it would make you a really bad mother if you sent your kid to jail, you might miss the awareness that actually that is what would create the greatest for your child. It might not be. But you can't have the space of the awareness of what's required if you have any idea of what it means to be a bad mom and if you're unwilling to be a bad mom. When you're willing to be a bad mom, then you can have the awareness of what is required to create something greater for your child. But, and if that's what they desire, <laughs> if that's what they even desire. See, this is something we've got to get to. Like, kids are not just little. They're not little. Their bodies are little. They're infinite beings just like we are. And I think that's a big um, barrier to parenting, to mothering. It's this idea that they are less than us. 
they have a choice. And they may not choose to be the greatness of them. They may not choose to be the best they can be. And they, they are entitled to that choice, right? You, like, you wouldn't enforce that on your neighbor. Well, you might. Because sometimes we do that. We like to we like to project you should be the best thing that you are at everybody. Um, you know, but you kind of really wouldn't so much at your neighbor. But we really project that at our, at our kids. You you should be the best thing you are. You should be the greatness of you. Some kids don't are not interested in choosing that. And they're infinite beings. And they have choice. Um, and so, you know, would you be willing to allow your choice, your children, to choose smallness, whatever that means to you, to choose limitation if that's what they desire. And what if that's the greatest kindness, actually? You know, what if the greatest kindness is to allow your kids to choose as much limitation as they need to choose until they're willing to choose something different? So if you're feeling like, if you're feeling like if you're feeling like you don't want to get involved in your kids' lives or you kind of feeling like if you feel like you just kind of want to let them do whatever they want and you're judging yourself for not caring, would you be willing at least for 10 seconds to consider the possibility that that is actually the greatest kindness that you're doing for your kid? So, you know, I'll give you a very small example. I never wanted to do homework with my kids. I don't know why. I just was like, this is annoying. I don't want to do homework. I like been, I did homework for years. I don't want to do homework with them. I don't like doing homework with my kids. <laughs> and so, of course, you know, I was like, oh, what a bad mom. And I would look around at all these other mothers who spend hours doing homework with their children. And it's fine. It's not wrong. It's cool if that's what you're doing. I just, ha- I just did not have any feelings. And we make feelings significant. But I always felt annoyed by doing homework and my kids were like what's the answer what's the answer and I'm like please I don't want to tell you the answer do your own damn homework and so far so far that's actually really working my oldest especially she like that honestly was what was required for her because she is extremely self-directed right now she likes doing her own homework so how much was I actually picking up on her desire not to have help from her mom right And so here I am judging myself for being a bad mother because I don't want to do my kids' homework. But is it possible that I was actually aware of her desire for space? And, you know, her her energetic message of, of, I can do this by myself, leave me alone, even though she wasn't saying it. So what if that thing that you're judging yourself for as bad mothering is actually your awareness of what your child requires? And how much are you stifling that by judging yourself? So everything that is, everywhere you're judging yourself as wrong, where actually that might just be the greatest kindness that you are actually giving your child, no matter what that looks like. Like, you know, I hear you, you're going, yeah, but mine is really bad. No. What if that thing that you've decided is really bad, that that bad mothering, the worst, the worst thing you've ever done as a mother, so what's the worst thing you've ever done as a mother? And what if that thing is the greatest kindness that you could give your kid? And would you allow them to receive that kindness by not judging yourself for it? Everything that doesn't allow that will you destroy it or create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine shorts, boys, and Ooh, there's a lot going on in the chat room. I need to look in here. I like it in the chat room. 
you can join us in the chat room. Just click on the chat room link and type in a name and come and play. Okay. Uh, what's happening here? Ooh, I judge myself as a good mom. Oh, yes, that's a good one, too. Judging yourself as a good mom. And what is that creating? Yeah. Okay, good. That's awesome. Thank you for that. Um, It goes both ways, of course, because it's easy for us to think about how much we judge ourselves as bad moms. But the, see, judgment is both ways, right? The the Anything that we judge as good is still a limitation because it is a box, it is a box of something that we've decided is right. And so then we can't see beyond it and we can't expand and allow for something even greater than that thing that we think we're doing right. Awesome. And and you know what? Like, is acknowledge yourself. Acknowledge yourself for being an amazing mom. Of course. Um you know, how much are we unwilling to acknowledge ourselves as moms, as mothers? And, you know, are you being a superior asshole with your judgment of good mom? Or, you know, would you be willing to acknowledge where you are giving your spa- your kids the space to create themselves, right? So everywhere we've, like, misidentified and misapplied, acknowledging yourself for your greatness and judging yourself as a good mom. Let's just try to create all right, wrong, good, bad, pod, punk, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, so am I judging myself as a good mom? Or am I actually aware that what I am being is creating space for my children to be whatever they choose? Amazing. Thank you. Um, yeah, my mom actually did a lot of... Um, don't want them to fail, don't want them to be uncomfortable. Um, my mom actually did a lot of my homework with me and um, did a lot of my like science fair projects and, and speeches. And I know if my mother's listening right now, she's going to be having her hands on her hips like, well, you're so ungrateful. And I am grateful. And I'm grateful for that, actually, um, because it gave me, it allowed me to do a lot of things. And it also gave me the awareness of where that was not helpful. Um, so, you know, in some ways, yeah, absolutely, that's what I required. And then when I looked at it, I started to see where, um, you know, it was not helpful to have my work done for me. So it doesn't even matter. Like, again, we're going into the right and wrong. There is no right and wrong way. Is it right to help your kids with homework? Is it right to let them do it by itself, by themselves? No, it's not right. Neither one of those are right. You need to ask what does my child require? What will be the greatest contribution here? What will cre- what will allow them to create themselves as greater? What does my kid require? I kind of feel like even asking that question of what will allow my children cre- to create themselves as greater, that has a lot of judgment energy on it. Are you picking up on that? Because we have a point of view about what it means for them to be greater. So even when you ask that question, it could kind of be a little bit of a like there's a lot of room for judgment in there. So, you know, what does my child require right now is an amazing question. I I use it all the time. What do they require? What do they require? What do they require of me? And then pot and pock every, whatever you think that's supposed to look like, all of the good and bad of what they require is supposed to be. Running out of breath. It's time for a break. So let's go to break. We are you are listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking about bad moms today. Would you be willing to be one? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? 
Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. Thanks for being here. If you're just catching us at the tail end, we're talking about bad moms today. We've been talking about all of the very interesting points of view that are out there about mothers and what it means to be a mom and all the expectations and projections and judgments that are on mothering, all the places that we are listening to other people's judgments and all the enormous amounts of places that we're judging ourselves as bad moms and also as good moms. Um, So... uh, there was a question in the chat room about, like, so what is our job then as parents? If our job is not to teach our kids, if our job is not to set them up with good habits, if our job is not to set them up for an amazing life, what is our job? And every time I actually, every time I say that sentence, what is our job, I keep getting, like, it's not a job. <laughs> so, yeah, like, what if parenting is not a job? What if there, What if you're not responsible for anything as a parent? You know, I'm just trying to like really get a challenge all of these points of views. What if parenting is not a job? So if it's not a job, what is it? What if it's just an invitation to be you alongside of some other really cool infinite beings? What if your job as a mother is just to give birth? <gasps> Isn't that awful? <laughs> Is it awful? You know, if we didn't judge it, you know, how many times do we judge parents? It's like, well, anybody can be a parent. You know, anybody can give birth, but not anybody can be a parent. Well, that's interesting. What if that's not true? 
what if we choose our parents? What if your child chose you just for your genetic material? Like, what if all your kid ever wanted of you was that you birthed them? You know, would you be willing to have that all that that is? So, you know, how many projections about these magical, beautiful relationships between mothers and children are are weighing heavily on you? So, you know, if your kid was up there in heaven or wherever choosing a mom and you're like, I actually just want a mom to give birth to me and then I'm good this lifetime. Like, I actually don't want a mom relationship. I actually require no mom. Who is it down there that would be willing to just give birth to me and then leave me the hell alone? And you're like, oh, you. And they picked you. And now you're judging the crap out of yourself when that's actually why they picked you. So, you know, everywhere you are um, not willing to be aware of not willing to, willing to be aware of what your children require in you this lifetime and everywhere you're hanging on to relationship in mothering and that that's actually stifling you both. Will you destroy the cradle? Right, wrong, good, bad, 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 all my shorts, boys, and beyonds. Oh, crap, I didn't even birth mine. How did this happen? That's awesome. So even for all of you who never birthed your children and you still have this sense of responsibility, and that's hilarious. I love that. Thank you so much, Daniel. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so um, what is it? So I just, um, you know, what if you're not here to teach your kids anything? What if you know, molding them and setting them up for good habits, helping them good, be good people. What if, if if you were willing to let go of that responsibility, what could you create? And, you know, what if your job, if you had to have a job, what if your job was to receive your kids? What if you could just receive your kids exactly as you are? Like, what if that was the greatest thing you could give your kids is to just receive them 150% exactly how they are without teaching them, without molding them, without setting them up, without giving them good habits? What if you could just lower your barriers and receive your kids exactly for who they are? What an enormous gift that would be, right? And like, no matter what that looks like. And what would the future look like if there was a whole bunch of people that had parents who who weren't worried about job, their job to mold them and only thought about receiving them? What would the world be like if we could just receive our kids for who they are, even if that means we look like bad mothers? And, you know, what if we would be willing to be the greatness of us as an invitation to our kids to step into the greatness of them if that's what they choose, because they might not choose it. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to Messy Adventures in Living. Would you be willing to be a horribly bad mother, and what could that create for you and your kids? Thank you for joining me. See you next time. Thanks bye for bye. Bye us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. We'd love to have you join us again. Until next time, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.